but then we remember the voice of truth, God's promises on my life, God's promises on your life, that I'm a child of God, a son of the king, the king of the world, who will forever reign. I was created in love, by love, and for love. He has an amazing plan for my life. Those voices of truth would say, I'm here for a reason. I might not be enough, but I'm more than conquerors through him that loved me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us today. Every time we use this music, I end up not locking it because it reminds me of the Lion King. I just keep picturing that baboon holding the lion cub up. It's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. You are a blessing to us. Thank you so much for joining us. And if this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it. Anywhere that you listen to a podcast, you can find us, Spotify, iTunes, wherever it's at. Please consider subscribing to us and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. People ask us why we do this podcast and the answer is very simple. We want to strengthen your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ so that in the end, you never ever give up, but you keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have a great lesson for you today. Very excited about this. We talked about this at church this morning. Now we are putting it in a podcast format. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate you. It does sound like the Lion King, I swear. (sighs) Anyway, let's jump off into it today. Today, we are talking about filling empty vessels or pots, filling empty vessels. What on earth could I be talking about today? Filling empty vessels. Well, you're about to find out. It's going to be an awesome lesson today. I'm excited about this today because when you talk about filling empty vessels, you are talking about the Holy Spirit. So we're going to jump off into it right now. Going to be a great lesson, filling empty vessels. If you have your Bibles, look at 2 Kings chapter 4, starting in verse 1. We've talked about this before, but it's going to be a little bit different angle today. All right, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elijah, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my sons to be his slaves. Verse 2, So Elijah said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty, now notice this, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. 
Verse 4, And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour into all the vessels and set aside the full ones. Verse 5, So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Verse 6, Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her sons, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. But we're talking about filling empty vessels. Let's pray today. Father, I praise you. Give us ears to hear your word today and a heart to receive your word today. And let it grow within our lives and help us to grow and mature in you. Change us today by your mighty power, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, have any of you out there ever heard the term typology? Many of the Old Testament stories are a typology, a type, a shadow, a forerunner of something to come uh, in the New Testament. And what what I mean by that is, I'll give you a good for instance. When you see something sometimes about wine in the Old Testament, not every verse in every scripture, but sometimes when you see wine, it is a type and shadow of the fruits of the Spirit. Then when you see oil, this is a type and shadow of the power of the Holy Spirit the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. This story is a type, a shadow of what happens when people get filled with the Holy Spirit and getting filled with the Holy Spirit and our part that we have to play in this. So in this story, you look at it, if you look at it from that viewpoint, it's a beautiful analogy of our need for the Holy Spirit and our command to go out and get others and bring them in to the church to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, in our story, this woman had a need. She was in debt, and the bank was going to take her sons to be slaves to pay for that debt. Let me stop right there. This world that we live in, there are evil forces in the unseen realm. This evil wants your children. Why? Why would... Why? Okay, They will make your children slaves to their ungodly ways, to their ungodly lifestyles, to their ungodly thinking. And this evil worldly system that we live in is after our children. Why? Because if the Lord tarries, one of these days, I won't be here. My wife won't be here. Older folks in our church won't be here. And the younger crowd, the younger generation will be the church of tomorrow. And if the enemy can stop them now, the church for tomorrow is stopped. The church for tomorrow is stifled and does not matter. And this is the enemy's plan. And the enemy is after your children. Now, our story, though, will teach us how to not let this happen. You don't have to let this happen. We have control of this situation if we will give ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this lady, she had a need, and that is our first point today. I've got uh, five or six points I want to give you today. This lady had a need, and so often when we have a need, we run to the wrong source. Point number one today is run to the God of the universe, not the world, when you have a need. So often when we have a need, we run to the wrong sources. There is only one place to run to, my friends, and that is to our God. Run to God. This woman had a need, and she listened to God. Listen to what the Bible says about this world that we live in. 1 John 5 and 19, we know that we are children of God and that the whole world 
is under the control of the evil one. Folks, this world is after you, but it's especially after your children. And when you have a need, run to the God of the universe. The world is not your home. And this world will destroy you, but it'll go after your family and destroy your children, destroy your family if you let it. When you have a need, run to God. The lady in the story had a need and she turned to the man of God and she got the victory. Now, number two today, our second point today is this, get the oil, get the oil. The oil represents the Holy Spirit. Elijah asked this woman, what do you have in the house? She said, I have a pot of oil. Folks, if you've got the oil in your house, it's all you need. Oil in the Old Testament, it's a type, it's a shadow, it's an illustration, it's an analogy of the Holy Spirit of the sustaining power of the Holy Spirit. Our second point today is get the oil, get the Holy Spirit. Make sure that your home is full of the oil. You know, so many families now, they clamor about trying to do this, trying to do that, and they forget to make that one thing priority. Make sure that your home is covered in the oil. Make sure that your home is covered in the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me today? Make sure that your home is full of the oil, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God. Acts chapter, why is this so important? Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall have power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses of me. Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse 37, on that last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Verse 38, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Jesus is talking about the oil, folks, the Holy Ghost. Folks, there is overcoming power when you have the Holy Spirit. Elijah said, sister, if you've got some oil, you're going to be okay. I want to invite you. I want to encourage you to get hungry for more of God. Get hungry for more of his spirit. Get hungry for more of his power. He has a vast supply. He has more than enough. Number three today, go find empty vessels. Once you know that your house has the oil, in verse three, Elijah tells her, go find empty vessels. Once you get the Holy Spirit, Once you get full of the Holy Spirit of God, then you need to go out and find some empty vessels, as many as you can find, and bring them into the house. Folks, the empty vessels, this is a type of the Great Commission. The Great Commission preached the gospel in all the world. The empty vessels, folks, these are people in the harvest field. The empty vessels are the people that are out there that we must reach. People that are out there, we must find them. We must persuade them to heed the call of Jesus Christ and believe the gospel. Luke 14, verse 23, Jesus is talking about it right here. It says, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. That's what he's talking about. That's what Elijah's talking about. Go out and get empty vessels. That's people. That's souls. 
that are hurting, people that need God, people that are struggling, people that are empty. They are empty vessels. And he said, go out there and find them and bring them in. Go to the highways, go to the byways, go to the Walmarts, go to wherever it is you've got to go to find them. Find empty vessels. This is people, folks. Find empty vessels and bring them into the house. So what do we do with the vessels once we get them? They're empty. Empty is no good. Number four today, get the vessels into the house and shut the door. Second Kings 4 and 4. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all of these vessels and set it aside. Set aside the full ones. Folks, the house represents the church. Studies show that very few people get saved at a Christian concert or a Christian event or a Christian outreach. Most people get saved at a church service. We've got to get the vessels. We've got to find the vessels. People, empty people, people that are struggling, looking, searching, hurting, and we've got to get them into the house, the church of the living God. And when we do, shut the door. Shut the door to the world and all of its evils. More and more and more of the church world are letting the world into the church. No, shut the door. Get the vessels in and shut the door on the world. But then what are we to do with them once we have them at church? Number four, fill every vessel. Second Kings 4 verse 5. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. This is the people vessels are people and she poured it out now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son bring me another vessel we are to fill the vessels not that we are god god does the filling but we get those people in the position to be filled through praise and worship and through getting them to church and through the preaching of the word of god every one of them every vessel that we can find get them into the church folks these vessels are lost people lost people who are hurting searching for fulfillment confused not sure where to turn what to do what to believe we are to find them we are to get them into the church and we are then to see them receive the oil the gift of the holy spirit let me show you to you in action Philip goes down to Samaria in Acts chapter 8, and the Bible says that he preached Christ to them. Read it. He preached Christ to them, and it says that there was great joy in that city, and that he baptized them in water. Acts 8 and 14, now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Verse 15, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 16, for as yet he had fallen upon none of them, they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 17, now listen, then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. What is this, folks? This is filling empty vessels. This is filling empty vessels with the oil, the Spirit of God. Philip went to Samaria He preached Jesus Christ to them. The people heeded his preaching. They came to Jesus Christ. They got baptized, but Philip still had some empty vessels. And they said, hey, man, Philip has some empty vessels. Let's go fill them. And the people got filled with the Holy Spirit. You jump over to Acts chapter 10. A good man who was a Roman centurion, a Roman army soldier, was hungry for God. 
but he didn't know how to find God. He didn't know what to do, how to be saved. The Bible says that he had a vision, and he, the vision told him to send for Simon Peter to come to him to tell him what to do. In other words, how to be saved. And Peter goes there, and he preaches the gospel to Cornelius, his family, his friends, his servants. There could have been as many as 100 or 200 people there. We don't know. It says in verse 44, Acts 10 and 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all of them who heard the message. Peter was preaching to the Roman centurion Cornelius and his family, friends, and servants, and they were all hungry, empty vessels. And while Peter was preaching, God filled the empty vessels. The vessels got filled. They were a bunch of empty vessels, and God poured out his spirit into those vessels and filled them. Let's look at another one, Acts chapter 19, verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said to them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Ghost. So he explains to them about John's baptism and repentance and all of that. And then verse 5 says, When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 6, And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with other tongues and prophesied. What happened there? Paul found some empty, hungry vessels, and he filled them with the oil. God filled them, but Paul was the one that put them in place to be filled. God filled the empty vessels with the oil. That's what the, the book of Second Kings chapter 4 is talking about, folks. That's what it's a symbol of. Brothers and sisters, God wants to fill you with his spirit. He wants to overflow you with his spirit. He wants to touch you with his spirit. It's just Jesus on the inside. It's not anything to be afraid of. When we're an empty vessel, we need to be filled. And all over, everywhere we look, there are empty vessels. We've got to get them. We've got to get them into the church and see them filled. Of course, they can be filled anywhere. It doesn't have to be at a church service. But I'm just saying, it's symbolic of the church. The fifth thing today, the fifth thing today is there's refreshing in the Holy Spirit. What do I mean by that? What happens when you get full of the oil, the Holy Spirit, but then life happens? Things happen. You give out. Have you ever, anyone out there ever been just give out? You're tired, you're wore out. You've gone through some trials and tribulations, and then you feel empty. You're not empty, but you just feel empty. You feel burned out. You're a spirit-filled Christian, but yet you feel empty. You feel like you're out of oil. What do you do? Psalm 92, verse 10. At the end of the verse, the psalmist said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. When you feel empty, God will anoint you and touch you with fresh oil. He will give you a fresh touch. Folks, we have a mandate, and that mandate is to see people get saved, to get baptized, and to get filled with the Holy Spirit. That empty vessel getting full of the oil of God, of the Spirit of of God. That's what we're called to do, to reach out to people everywhere we go and for God to use us, for us to be God's hands touching this world around us. You know what the Bible says about the men in the book of Acts? 
The Bible says that these are they which turned the world upside down. And if you get full of the oil, if you get full of the Holy Spirit, you are going to turn the world around you upside down. I don't know about you, but I want to turn the world around me upside down. I want to see them changed by the love and the power of our God. If you need a touch from the Holy Spirit right now, I want you to just raise your hands. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I praise you. I thank you. And I ask you to touch every single person listening to me right now. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Touch them with your Holy Spirit. Let them receive it, Lord. Refresh them in the Holy Spirit. Lord, just strengthen their walk with you. Strengthen their walk with you. And I ask it and I pray it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I sure do appreciate it. This is the Inspired Preaching Podcast, and I am your host, Douglas Boyd. It means so much for you to be with us today. You are a blessing to us. Again, if this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it and then invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Thank you again so much. God bless you today. May God's greatest and his best be yours in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right to life